and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are here and our hope is that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. We have Pastor Ranjit, lead pastor of City Rock Church, Chennai, share God's word with us today. He urges us to face our mountains not with fear but with faith. Will you quieten your heart and ask God to help you conquer every mountain you're facing right now in your life? Hi church, uh, good to see you again. And I uh, really want to thank God for this wonderful uh, opportunity to once again to share with your community. You know, I think all will agree uh, with this fact that God has been so faithful. Uh, last 2 years, you know, I think everybody went through a different kinds of uh, crisis. Uh, medical issues financial crunch and everything but god never uh, let us down he made sure that his faithfulness his word came to reality you know so i once again i just want to welcome everybody and thank you for uh, watching us you know and i just uh, before i share uh, the word of god you know so one of the the craziest uh, experience that i had in my life i would like to share uh, from there uh so usually like early once you know so i as a team we love to go for a bike ride you know so we go to different uh, cities like goa uh, mumbai and uh, once we decided to go to uh, a, a place called munar i think some of you have already visited uh, so we went from coimbatore to munar and like about 6 uh, to 8 bikes and some of them are uh, traveling in a uh, tempo uh, traveler you know journey was so nice so smooth everything was like sorted we had like nice scenery uh, views and everything uh, but the place where we booked it is pretty uh, kind of like a mountain kind of a place uh, so almost we are about to reach the cliff to reach the destiny but we found there's a small mountain which is about like 30 to 40 uh, feet high and that is where the real adventure you know started because so far the journey was so nice so cool everything but immediately we saw a small cliff or a small mountain and everybody were like struggling to take the bike up to the uh, place where we supposed to go you know it's been a 3 to 6 hours like you know we've been like struggling you know battling you know figuring out like what we should be doing you know and finally like you know to cut the whole uh, story short like you know as a, the group of young people we planned it you know with the team work some of we pushed all the six bikes up and the jeeps up and finally went to the place where we already booked it it was an amazing uh, view you know it was a great experience but for a moment the moment we hit the mountain the moment we hit the place where we have to like you know move forward or move up we thought okay we cannot make it to this place we travel so long and you know, we had a nice journey we booked the place everything but suddenly a mountain came in our journey and it was kind of a place that we were thinking did we make the right choice you know we were really thinking you know should we quit here Uh, or we should be like you know like you know go back to the place you know some other safe place you know or you know all these questions are coming you know i think i just want to relate with our life you know so how we how do we see mountains in life journey is good we travel and you know, we see different things happening birthdays weddings uh, promotions you know like you know, everything is like happening suddenly some mountains comes in our life at that time you know we feel like quitting it we feel like you know being stagnant we feel that we are so stuck in the place 
you know today morning i don't know like you know what kind of mountain that you are going through i have no idea like you know what is the battle that you are going through but some of you might think you know this mountain is stopping me to move forward and i just want to give you like some kind of explanation or you know like you know when we hit mountains of life you know how do we feel we feel it's a dead end you know i'm done i can't move forward when mountains in our life comes you know we think there's a no way out and also we were like trying to figure out how do we go forward you know should we go left or right is there any shortcut is there and we found out only there's only one way we have to climb up the mountain we felt there's no way out even in life mountains like sickness mountains like finances mountains like relationship conflicts you know and we feel there's no way out and how does the mountains looks like you know we won't be able to see the other part of life when suddenly some problem comes we are so doomed we cannot see our future we cannot see what's going to come up you know for a second like you know we thought okay we you know even though we booked the place the stay for a point we couldn't see the other part of the mountain you know some of you will feel like this is my final destination i'm going to stay in this place i'm going to live with the problems and that's how we make our choices and some of you might think i'm done you know i cannot move forward you know i think most of us we know this uh, bible verse you know very uh, very much spoken in our sunday school or very much spoken in our you know in our churches in matthew chapter 17 verse uh, 20 jesus replied because you have so little faith truly i tell you if you have faith as a small mustard seed you can say to the mountain move from here to there and it will move nothing will be impossible for you i know this is a very much spoken in our church we all know this scripture in a by heart that if i'm going to speak to a mountain and the mountains will move you know and here jesus is giving a like you know you know an uh, uh, authority to his disciples you know don't talk about mountains you speak to the mountains that means he's telling you don't speak about the mountain how big is the problem or how bad is the situation or how the the crisis is kind of like you know overwhelming your uh, present situations you know but jesus is telling don't speak about the mountain speak to the mountain it will go to the place where you want it to go let me explain the context behind it from where you know why did jesus you know made this uh, statement you know few verses back we can see a loving father who's got a son but unfortunately that son has got kind of some kind of sickness they couldn't figure out suddenly he falls into the fire or he runs into the water you know that could be a mental issue or it can be a you know demonic possess we don't know so the loving father he wanted to see his son being delivered from this sickness so they he brought his son to the disciples and the disciples did their best and they couldn't do anything and finally the father had no other choice because he wanted to see his son being cured he went to uh, jesus you know uh, he was like literally giving a small review like you know hey your disciples you know couldn't do uh, bad night they couldn't heal my son so can you heal and that is why like jesus was bit uh, upset or angry he is looking up to the disciples like you know how long that you will have this little faith if you have faith like a mustard seed if you speak to the mountains it will move 
that's the whole context you know i read a, a quote by a very you know famous evangelist uh, called reynard bonke like and he has healed so many people and he made this uh, lovely statement i don't want to play with marbles when god has called me to move mountains evangelist reynard bonke and as a very famous uh, evangelist is known for miracles is known for like you know crusades and he is making a statement saying that i don't want to play with marble when god has called me to move mountains even this morning i want to encourage from the scripture you know let's not you know be you know worried about the mountains and i cannot define you know, a small mountain or a big mountain each one of you have a different mountains you know but we all have the solution through christ through the faith that we have in christ we can move them we are called to move mountains not to play with the marbles so today i just want to like you know uh, speak on that how can i move my mountains so this morning you know i believe as you hearing this word of god god is going to shift a few things in your life everybody you know goes through this phase of life you know there is no smooth road and uh, there is no way that you know that we will live a problem free life we will hit dead ends we will hit crossroads we will hit a place that we made a wrong choice and found a wrong way but these kind of mountains how can we handle it so this morning you know some of you are having a like you know a mountain in the finances or mountain in your health issues or mountain in your office like you know things are not working well and you know, they're giving a lot of false hopes or false promises you've been like giving your best pistol things are not clicking well maybe your business opportunities maybe your relationships within the family like things are not going well and you don't know how to take it forward but this morning i believe god will help you to you know move the mountains through the uh, scriptures i would like to share uh, a season in my life which i can never forget Uh, that was the most depressing period of my life of the series it is around 2016 uh, to 2017 you know i think most of you will remember uh, december is meant for some natural disaster for people in chennai something happens in the month of uh, december so something happened uh, something called uh, a varda storm or something happened and i i, I still forgot the things but the, what the things were uh, were not good you know suddenly my mom fell sick we took her to the hospital and the doctors said you know she'll be paralyzed she cannot walk anymore after 3 months you know we just sorted things and everything is fine you know like you know, trying to you know under you know accept the fact that she is paralyzed she cannot walk anymore suddenly another news is coming like you know my father had to go through a, a major surgery we had a, they are suspecting some kind of cancer in his mouth it was about 8 to 9 hours of surgery so mom paralyzed in the bed dad is in the other part of the hospital and all, all, you know uh, in in all this uh, struggles the church few key people also like you know had to leave us because of few things are happening you know so there's a relationship conflict happening in my life my mom is in the bed who cannot move anywhere throughout her life and a sick dad in the hospital and at that point of time like you no know, it was not one mountain i felt i was surrounded by mountains you know and i'm going to share like some of my journey and experience like how i was able to handle this mountain you know in the first time in my life around 48 hours i was stuck in a room it didn't feel like walking out or making a call or even to look at someone 
God put me in that kind of uh, uh, circumstance where I had only one option is to look up to God. So I just believe that, you know, like uh, what I went through, maybe some of you are going through, what I went through, some of you will go through or what I went through, some of you would have already gone through. But I just want to share like, you know, something, the similar thing happened for in the life of David. I know we all know David as a, David as a, a worshiper, a king, a great, uh, you know, a shepherd, you know, a musician, you know, whatnot, you know. But David, one of the incidents, like, you know, even uh, our enemy should not go through this kind of crisis. You know, let's uh, look into the scripture. First uh, Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 to uh, 20. David had so many problems, but I think this is the most you know, like craziest problem that he went through because he lost everything. You know, in this uh, scripture, we can see like, you know, in the uh, uh, 1st Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 to 20, you know, when David and his men reached Ziglag on the third day, now the Amalekites have raided everything. You know, they have raided his wives, his sons, daughters, exploited the whole city, they burnt it. You know, if you can, if you can keep uh, reading it, like, you know, uh, no, they have taken captive the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. That means he's got a city with no generations. From young to old has been, like, you know, captivated and they killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. When David and his men reached Ziglag, they found it destroyed by fire. You know, breaking stuff, at least we can, you know, do some kind of like rework on that. When things go through fire, it becomes ashes. We can't use it like this. You know, he, he didn't have any kind of resources that can be rebuilt or reconstructed. It was burnt and their wives and sons and daughters were taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. You know, just imagine like, you know, your wife is missing, you know, like your house is burnt and all the insurance policies and all the like, you know, the, the savings, you know, the, all the building, for you, everything is completely shattered and you start crying and you come to a point that you don't even have strength to cry. I think this is the most disastrous season of uh, David's life. This mountain, he thought you know, he cannot conquer. And let's say like even the worst things is happening. Like, you know, so David and his men like cry, they couldn't have the strength. David's two wives has been captured. You know, and the sixth verse it says, like, you know, David was greatly distressed. I think some of you in this morning, you might be like greatly distressed or discouraged or like feeling worried. David also went through it. Because, you know, he was greatly distressed, you know, because of why, because of what, you know, few men were talking about to stone David. You know, you, you always have a group of people that, you know, they, they appreciate you. They say you are the best, you are the man, like you are the rad. All these things they do when you make one small wrong choice in your life, when you make a wrong decision in your life or something is not going well. And you know, maybe in your business, maybe your you know, your, your health is demanding a lot of you know, help from your friends, you know. Some people, they just step back out of your life. That is the very worst thing that can happen. Here, David, some of his men, even they were like talking 
to stone him to death you know and each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters you know this was the situation of david you know david lost his relationships david lost his career almost is going to end up and david lost his all his resources he's been burnt you know david lost the trust from his own people you know david lost his strength he came to a point that he didn't have a strength to even cry david lost his team you know in one simple word we can say is you know david lost everything david faced a mountain in his life where he didn't even have the strength to move forward but you know the story didn't stop here thank god the legend david saw the mountain he faced the mountain but he was able to like you know climb this mountain or able to conquer this mountain i'm going to give two principles you know how can i face mountains you know maybe in as you are watching some of you are in the verge of you know losing some of your relationships or some of you in the verge of like losing some of your careers or business opportunities or wrong investments or some of you like you know the savings is like slowly like you know coming down there is no progress in your finances there is no progress in your work the savings are like keep on uh, running down or some of you like you know people start you know abusing you for your wrong choice or people started like you know they stop trusting you i think this is a very worst uh, feeling you know being a pastor like you know when you when your people don't trust you and i tell you like that is a most you know the, the 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 things which we cannot handle at all now some of you would have lost the strength but david had the same you know trouble like you and me and let's read the scripture like you know first samuel chapter 30 verse 6 you know after, in, amongst all this situation you know circumstances david did the right thing you know what he did was david found strength in the lord his god amen you know today the first principle or the first thing that you know how can i move my mountains how can i conquer my mountains how can i speak to the mountains you know the first thing find strength in god there's a it's it's a true story and i read it in an article you know the so a father went and you know dropped his uh, son in the school and later in uh, during before the lunch break is getting a news across the uh, city saying that you know there's a small earthquake happened the school and the local area has been collapsed you know and there were like a uh, lot of people are like working around to you know, take all the kids out of the school and everything but he was waiting patiently outside unfortunately his son was not rescued and he couldn't find his son so first day he begged you know the all the the, the local uh, police officers and everybody you know, can i go inside you know can i try something you know i i i believe my son is alive you know first day second day and somehow second day he started like you know going into the school and digging all the stones and taking away all the heavy stones and you know and finally he just screamed his son's name and there he was able to hear his son responding from that you know and always shocked like you know when he brought the son out of the uh, the collapse and pit and everything and they asked him you know how can he do it they they were very shocked like how was, how was it possible like you know and the father said you know i gave all my strength 
so that my son can be rescued an earthly father you know can give all his strength just to make sure their son has been rescued think about our heavenly father he has got all the authority he is all powerful he is almighty he is all present he is all knowing you know and how you know how good it will be if we find strength from the person who is already so strong that's why you know david always says my god is my stronghold now this morning you know when crisis hits in our life we we try to find you know strength from our social media or we find we try to find our strength by isolating ourselves or we try to find our strength by connecting with our influential people but david being a king you know being a warrior you know he would have done so many things you know if if i was in uh, david's place you know the maybe a couple of things that i've done maybe out of networked with an enemy you know even though your enemy is fine now let's network together because i have another enemy to conquer i would have used some manual you know strategies or some you know wicked strategies otherwise okay my wives are gone my city is burned let me end up my career here but david responded perfectly david responded in the right way saying that i'm going to find strength in my god you know another person in the bible we can see like you know who faced mountain so much the moment he responded to the call of god you know he faced challenge from the pharisees he he faced challenges from his own church he faced challenges from the government you know and that person is telling you know i can do all things through christ who strengthens me when you face mountains where do you draw the, draw the strength when you face mountains where do you look up to the to the sources but david he said i'm going to plug in to the presence of god because i know only god can help me to face this mountain you know uh, you know deal more says when a man has no strength if he leans on god he becomes powerful i will repeat it for you so maybe some of you might need this you know the statement when man has no strength if he leans on god he becomes powerful today morning do you feel defeated do you feel conquered do you feel overwhelmed do you feel exhausted now can i just tell you can you plug into the presence of god can you lean on him can you trust him in this morning it doesn't matter how big is the mountain our god is bigger than what your mountains you are facing you know and i i grew up in a christian family like my mom was the very first person to get saved but things were not all right i'm going to talk about 30 years before what happened in my own family you know so my mom was the first person to get saved she believed in jesus but things were not all right my father was an alcoholic you know so every night crazy fights you know uh, poverty no f- money for food we couldn't pay the fees and everything so she, like you know she cannot look up to her husband for strength literally like in you know, every day fights will be there and she had a a son who is always sick you know sick for all 365 days and i was the little one i cannot do anything for my mom so she was in a place like i'm talking about 30 years before there was no insurance policies there is no google pay there is no like you know uh, a support system from your neighbors you know being a woman with an alcoholic husband with a sick son with a small kid in the house and whenever she went through crisis you know literally we will not have food for 3 days and 
every morning and i used to hear a sound around 2:30 or 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning my mom reaching out to god god help us god help us because she couldn't find strength from her own husband she couldn't draw strength from her own sons and she decided to just to reach out to god god help us i know to cut the whole story we all thought our life is over because poverty will kill our family but 30 years later we can see we are still alive we are still worshiping god still we glorify god because my mom knew where to draw the strength you know i think we live in a generation like you know we have so many so much of influence like you know we have insurance policies we have medical claim we have investments you know crypto whatever you know but i'm just encouraging you now can we now can we trust god alone you know you know of late you know in this generation like you know we first trust how much is a insurance policy so god i want to fall sick below 4 lakhs because that is my cut off but why can't we believe god god completely heal me lord and 30 years back there's no insurance policy there is no medical facility there is no doctors at all but they all like we able to look up to god because every single day every single penny only that has to come from god and the journey was so beautiful so this morning you know if you are facing mountains our god is so faithful to listen to your prayers our god is so powerful to answer all your prayers but are you willing to find strength in god are you willing to plug into the presence of god stop running around stop moving around stop digging your contact list who can help me can you just put everything aside and look up to god i told you right 48 hours i didn't move anywhere only one person came into my mind was is god because i had no way out I said god i need in this place god help me i don't know how to handle this finances medical issues families kind of like shattered marriages stuck and a lot of things were happening and god rescued me after few days so this morning is when i encourage you the very first thing when you when you face mountains find strength in god second thing you know what david did first samuel chapter 30 verse 7 you know david had a wonderful healthy habits you know that really helped him to face all the mountains like you know david said to abiathar the priest the son of amilek you know bring me the ephod you know abiathar brought to him and david enquired the lord first samuel chapter 30 verse 8 and david enquired of the lord shall i pursue this raiding party will i overtake them and this takes so much of humility this takes so much of guts to like and ask this question god can i move forward and a second principle what we can learn from the life of david is you know he enquired god you know when things didn't go well when things go wrong when things are not happening according to our things you know we normally like you know we tend to take our decisions being a king experienced person is got like nice team members who can speak some wisdom you know or like you know he he can use all his past experiences like do not exploit and raid everything he can make great strategies he can make great you know plans to like to bring them back but david humbled himself and he's telling coming to a point god should i go forward will i persuade them you know i'm just encouraging like when you face mountains first thing find strength in god second 
enquire God. Simple. Otherwise, I can say, ask God, what should I do? Let your experience, let your influence, or you know, let your laziness, should I ask God or not? Let it not stop you. Can you stop in the place where you are right now and ask God, God, what should I do? You know, uh, inquiring of the Lord enables us to identify God's plan in our life. You know, do you think God allows everything just because it is an accident? He is a master planner. What you go through, God knows. What is happening in your life, God knows. So the best person that you reach out to is ask God, God, what should I do? This mountain, should I face it? Should I avoid it? Should I be here? Should I like talk about it? Like, what should I do? Like, you know, ask God. I think we, you know, we, 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 we are in a Google generation. Like, you know, we trust Google so much. We ask Google so much. But ask God, you know, being in the presence of God, God, what should I do? You would have made a wrong choice in investing the money in a different, in a wrong investments. Or you would have made a wrong choice in the conflicts, maybe usage of words or like, you know, like using your power, authority, like something would have like you know, messed up something. It's okay. Like no matter how bad the situations are. Now somebody said, no, it's not over until God says it's over. So nothing to worry. Like, you know, whatever mess you are in, whatever the, the crazy situation you are in, but can you just hold on for a while and ask God, God, what should I do? Shall I move forward? Shall I stay here? Or should I endure this? You know, because normally like we don't want to ask God because we have this kind of like fear. What if God says no? Because here in this place, you know, as a David, and if he's very emotionally driven person, you know, he will have this question. I'm going to ask God, should I go forward? And what if God says no, and I should stay back? So a lot of times we don't want to ask God because we want the answers to be in our way. But when we ask God, he's simply saying that whatever you say, I will trust you and I'll obey you, Lord. David had the boldness. David had the courage, blindly trusting God. Even if he says no, he is still able to rescue my family. Even if he says no, he can still rescue all the things what I lost in a moment of time. But all I want to do is, I want to ask God, should I go forward or not? And I think this question brings us to an humility, a place of humility, a place of trusting God, a place of like, you know, allowing the sovereign power of God to come in life. Rather, I take decisions. And I made crazy a uh, lot of mistakes in my church plant, making my plans or events or talking like, you know, or maybe in the conflicts, everything. I never had the you know, patience of asking God, what should I do? Well, how should I respond to it? Like immediately we respond to it, you know. So there, there, there's a lot of difference between asking permission and giving information. So there's a lot of difference. You know, when we asking permission is different from giving information, you know. You know, uh, uh, you know in, in, our, in our Bible school, like, you know, when we have this, uh, we have a mentor, we have a leader, you know, a different hierarchy will be there. And some students will say, uh, sir, we are going out. You know, that is information. Sir, can I go out? That is permission. A lot of difference. And a lot of things in our prayers, like, you know, we give information to God. God, I'm planning to buy this. 
I'm planning to get married to this person. God, I'm planning, I'm thinking of this. I think this is my desire. This is what I will function better. Like a lot of times, we give a lot of infirm, you know, we, we give a lot of information to God, rather asking God, God, can you give me permission? Should I buy this? Should I stay for a while? Should I get into this relationship? Or should I hold on for a while? Lot of difference between asking permission and giving information. Giving information means not giving any rights to make changes on your choice. What is giving permission? You know, what is giving information? That uh, this is what I'm going to do, and you have no rights to make choice. You have no rights to change my choice. You know, sometimes we give information. Tell God, this is my desire. Please fulfill it. There is no room for God to say like no, yes, or wait. Asking permissions means giving full freedom to make changes over your choices. This is what David did. God, can I go? That means allowing God, you make the choice for me, Lord. I'm willing to, Lord. Even if you say don't go, I will stick to it, Lord. I'm not going to be driven emotionally, Lord. You know, inquiring God in this situation and this morning, you know, doesn't matter how. The big, the mountainous. Can you pause for a while and ask God, God, should I go or not? Now, one of the uh, mission trip experiences we had, like you know, I know we have a lot of good stories and bad stories. You know, let me finish with a, a good story. You know, I think uh, eight years back uh, we were in uh, West Bengal. We went for a ten days uh, mission trip, and on the ninth day. Uh, we went to a particular uh, tea estate, and we found about like 150 to 200 people were there. Everybody had a skin disease. They were working in the tea plantation. There a lot of uh, you know uh, the garbage and all this of this. So everybody had this skin disease. On ninth day, God is putting a burden for those people. Tell two of your team members to stay back and do something for them. So I'm talking about like eight years back. There was no GP, uh, nothing was there. So I said, you know, "Okay, God, you told me I will do it, Lord." So I called two of my uh, team members and, "Hey, this is what God has been speaking. So can you please go back to the same place where we came from? I'll go back to uh, Chennai." And uh, they asked me, "Like, you know, how long should we stay?" God didn't tell me, so we stay until we finish the project. So how much we have in our hand? I said, right now I have five hundred rupees. You just go to the village. You will find a place. God will do something. And when I go back to Chennai, I'll raise some funds and send it back to you. You know that was a very kind of like God spoke. We want to do something, and let's do it. So I came back to Chennai to cut the whole long story short. They went there. Somebody offered a house for them in the village to stay. And team came from Tiruchi. A medical team came. About like eighteen of them, like you know, joined hands. We were able to see supernatural miracles happening in the same village. Medicines didn't heal. They started praying in the thirty days of the whole, you know, the staying there and you know, like you know, serving them. We saw a lot of skins becoming fresh. You know, the flesh came back to the normal thing. You know, because God spoke. You know, when God speaks, when you allow God to speak into life. Things will fall into uh, place, and I just want to encourage once again, like as I face the mountains, it was a kind of a, a rough and tough journey. But one thing I learned is finding strength in God. Second thing is what I learned is, you know, how can I stay and ask God, should I move forward or not? So just do a couple of things, you know, no matter you know, where you are right now. I just want to encourage you to find strength in God 
and ask God, inquire God. And these are the two things will help you to face the mountains. Once again, I want to finish saying that don't speak about the mountain, speak to the mountains because that is the authority our God has given for us. Amen. Thank you so much, Lord, for this wonderful morning. Thank you for this wonderful community, Lord. And Lord, uh, Lord, as Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Lord. And Lord, Christ has conquered death. Christ has conquered darkness. Christ has conquered, Lord, all the curses on this earth, Lord. And Lord, we will find strength in Christ alone, Lord. Lord, I pray for, Lord, all the families, all the, uh, Lord, young people, all the kids in our community, that God, whatever mountains they, we are facing, whatever mountains that, God, they are struggling to move forward, whatever the mountains, God, that is, Lord, threatening them in the name of Jesus, that, God, that we will find as a community, we will be able to draw strength from you, Lord. We will, be, we will be able to plug into your presence and, Lord, get the strength from you alone, Jesus, Lord. I also pray that God give us the spirit of humility, Lord, to ask permission, Lord. Give us the spirit of, Lord, trust, Lord, to ask whether to move forward or not, Lord. I pray that, God, that we will see a breakthrough and we will see a miracle. As you say, Lord, if you speak to the mountain, it will go to the place where you want it to go, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you like what you are hearing, consider rating us, subscribing, and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, Whoever finds Jesus, finds life.